This is Top Landing Gear. And welcome back to Top Landing Gear, the aviation podcast for everyone, whether you've got an interest in aviation or not. After several months in the wilderness, we're back with a brand new series, which will be dropping in a few days' time, and we've got some absolutely cracking guests lined up. So we thought we'd get things rolling by looking at what we can look forward to on the podcast over the coming months, and to catch up with some of the latest aviation news. We can't wait to get going. So let's not wait a moment longer and meet the team. Our first up liable to burst into song without warning, lead singer of indie pop sensation, Scouting for Girls, it's trainee Microlight pilot and the pod's producer, Roy Stride. A liable to burst the buttons on his shirt, such as his ever-expanding personality. It's one of two, isn't it? <laughs> Which one is it? It is... Agricultural fencer <laughs> and my brother, Jez Curling. Hello, everyone. Hello, Jez. I'm liable to burst a few tyres on landing. It's our long-haul <laughs> airline pilot and former RAF frontline helicopter pilot, James Cartner. I'm sure that's ne never, ever happened. Never happened, never. <laughs> if there was a problem with the tyre anyway, or something. <laughs> and bursting with unadulterated joy that we're back, it's me, Jez's brother, broadcaster, and I'm sticking with that description, <laughs> Rob Curling. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 It's great, great to be, to back. be back. Isn't it exciting? It's age, isn't it? <clears throat> and that's Roy's fault yeah. because he's <laughs> been on permanent tour with the band since yeah. goodness knows when. Since Eggheads. Since, since our, uh, Eggheads. It was pretty much the last thing we did was wow. before I went on tour. Yeah. We weren't allowed there. to tell people what happened in Eggheads because we did a pre-recording to publicise that we were going to be on. Yeah. Yes. We can now tell them, can't we? Yes. We lost! <laughs> yeah. Well, some lost more than others. Yeah, yeah. I think one person came with it really, really well. <laughs> what, do you mean they won their round? Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Who yeah. was that? I can't remember. Um, no. And it wasn't even his specialist subject? No, it wasn't. Was it? it was yeah. someone else's specialist no, subject. No, the guy with the specialist subject. Yeah. Failed dismally. Didn't what, he, the, the the sort of the aviation aerospace, the aviation, aerospace, aerospace yeah, to science, yep. yeah. But Poor. it was great. Embarrassing. It, it was great. I don't fun. think it was embarrassing. I think it was just marginally shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was all right. We didn't. No, 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 no only yeah. that bit was embarrassing. Yeah. 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 Oh, that bit no, was, we're not that mentioning. Bit really we're not mentioning the music round then. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, watch yeah. it because it was good. <laughs> we were brilliant. It was good fun. You guys really were enjoyable. actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the A4. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. The A4 paper size. Yeah. yeah the, 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 the joyous thing about that is watching it on TV, it didn't take as long on TV as it actually <laughs> did in real life. It took longer and to that... answer that question than the rest of the recording. <laughs> yes. And how I didn't know the answer yeah. is. Well, I didn't know the answer in the end, but yeah. how I didn't know it straight away is still. Baffles me. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, well done, boys. Got there in the end. And how was the tour? Tour was amazing. It was, it was all long, sold out. It was yeah. Even Glasgow. Even Glasgow. <laughs> it did Glasgow sell out? I don't think it did. I think we were about never 100 out. off. 100 off. But no, it was amazing. It was wow. amazing. And we've been recording a new album at the moment. So. Oh, really? Yeah, very busy. Good. All your songs? 
all my own songs yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any other that... any other exciting music news, Roy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, 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 plug. yeah. Everybody has to listen to Callum Scott and Jack Jones' song "Whistle." I'm sure that's going to make a huge difference <laughs> in their Once campaign. the aviation <laughs> fraternity go on electronic it. dance music chants on <laughs> iTunes. Or EDM, EDM we call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this in three years' time, it probably isn't. <laughs> yeah. Still in the charts. So, yeah, that is, that is currently funding my music dreams. Brilliant. <laughs> and your new, new yeah. wheel for your car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Good on you. Wonderful awesome. stuff. Great work. Great work. Right. I wonder if before we go any further, we should just remind people how the podcast works. Yeah. Or do you think people know? I think we should remind I ourselves. Remind them. Works. Remind yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, this is a sort of magazine show. We start each week with a magazine show. Lots of chat about what's going on in the world of aviation. We have our Ask James segment, which we'll have in this podcast as well, which is your chance and ours to ask our aviation expert jeremy spake i'm sorry james carter <laughs> uh, anything to do with oh, aviation it was a long time ago and aerospace maybe not aerospace <laughs> uh we'll then turn our attention to the subject for that episode with a brief rundown from jez with his quick facts we'll hear a clip of the interviewee with our guest for that week and uh, finish with a fun quiz to see what we've learned. Oh, we're going to start that, that now, are we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't reformatted the show. Can I just say, there will be a fun quiz yeah. at the end of this episode too. And a week after that magazine show has dropped, we'll air the full-length interview with the guest. And our first pod that will be coming up fairly soon yep. will be featuring Tony Hoskins, who's restoring this uh, photo reconnaissance Spitfire, very rare Spitfire. It's a fantastic story about the aircraft and the pilot who was flying it when, when it was shot down. It, it's going to be an absolute corker to, really to get us going. Yeah, yeah. so that's how it works. Mm. And, and we've got a lot to look forward to in, yeah. in terms of forthcoming pods too. Lots of people have been in touch. We've set up lots of people. It's just a matter of now getting <laughs> out get there that. and going and doing that. I think we've got some really cracking guests coming up. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, well, we have. Yeah. Well, I spoke to your mate at long last, Tony Woodley. Ah, yes. Mike Woodley, sorry. Mike Woodley, Mike Woodley yeah. down at uh, Dunsfold. He he phoned me up because he gave me my phone number. He said, is that Rob? <laughs> it sounded quite gruff. <laughs> I, I found it rather, rather frightening. Yes. But he, he wanted to chat. <laughs> yeah. And he's got some unbelievable stories, which we won't go into now, because uh, somebody said, I can't tell you on the day. Well, he said, I can tell you, but you can't put them in the podcast because they're... The actually official Secrets Act stuff. But he is going to be absolutely amazing to talk to. So are we going to Dunsfold to We'll be going to, to Dunsfold. We'll be sitting in all the jumbos that he owns. So does he actually own? He owns or he paid 50p for them, didn't he? And that's a secret we're not allowed to tell anyone. Oh, okay. that's right. a secret. I think it's only 10 pounds. Um... And uh, he owns loads of other stuff too yeah. and provides all these aircraft for aviation filming. He's done all the Bond films, loads of stuff he's provided the aircraft for flying and, and, and non-flying yeah. and is himself a pilot. Uh, he's going to be yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Uh, we are at last going to go to Croydon, Croydon, which has got a brilliant museum in the old uh, control tower there where air traffic control was born and it was a kind of where everything started really in terms of passenger travel. It's where Amy Johnson and others did their first flights from, or that, you know, their record breaking flights. So we, and there's lots more. Lots we're we're going to be speaking to ex Scadden for Girls guitarist, Jamie O'Gorman. Oh, about <laughs> flying drones. About, yes. about the drone world. He's left Scouting for Girls, the pop sensation <laughs> Scouting for Girls. Uh, to become a drone pilot. He qualified during lockdown and it, like he he's a self-confessed aviation nut. He actually will be listening now mm. to this uh, hi, podcast. Jamie. Yeah. What's what's your instrument, Jamie? What was his instrument? Guitar. <laughs> Guitar. Which one? Lead. Yeah. Rhythm. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. We did it all. 
yeah. pretty much. Okay. Uh, but uh, he always wanted to fly, but never got, you know, never found a way, but was obsessed with flying and got his drone pilot's license during lockdown. Uh, he actually filmed a couple of our videos. We got him in. <laughs> it was like double bubble. <laughs> got him to play and film, and the, film, uh, and the, same film time. the video. Yeah. Selfless. Uh, and, so, and then, so now this, uh, the last uh, two years, that's what he's been doing. So I think that'd be quite an interesting slant for Top yeah, Landing. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Because there was, uh, there was an instant last summer of a drone nearly hitting a BBMF hurricane. Did you? There was, yeah, yes, I that? saw that. Yeah. He, I think he, did he get sent to prison? He, got, he got, certainly got a fine, the chap who was yeah. flying the drone. Yeah. And he was the big no-no, I think, for drone. He was out of sight of his own drone. He didn't know where it was. He was just looking right. at the camera. That does so sound he, like a big uh, no-no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was I think look, the big no-no is not flying it into a BBMF yeah, hurricane. And it was also <laughs> yeah. was flying it during a, a in a restricted area during wow. fly past. Yeah. Oh, not, for goodness sake. So um he's, I think he's quite Hopefully right, he's fully got fined yeah. or um, yeah. some sort of penalty. The, there's yeah. another drone story as well, one that came to my attention actually only today. Um, there's this incredible thing called an airspeeder. They've yeah. just come up with an mm. airspeeder Mark IV, which actually will... It's like a Formula One racing mm. car, but it's got propellers on all four corners, mm. a bit like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang used <laughs> yeah. to have. Uh, very top It still does. Yeah. And... Um, it's they're going to do motor car racing. I was but uh, flying motor car. I, I was, I was at Goodwood, Goodwood last summer at the Festival of Speed, and they were there. They had a this sort yeah. of in the technology tent there, and I was having a good old chat to the chap who was very very enthusiastic about it all. Australians, aren't uh, it was Australian, yeah. and he said this is the new Formula One. This is going to take over from Formula One cars he was convinced uh, but it does look really really well, quite exciting they had a problem at goodwood at, at that uh, event didn't so they? I find out, the, yes. they it, it was an unmanned drone mm. but looked still looked like a racing car and you're talking about this guy with the hurricane losing mm. sight of his this guy <laughs> lost complete control of his and it went up eight thousand feet mm. into the air lanes remembering goodwood's not that far from Catwick. it's not it's on the approach and um they couldn't get it back he, uh. he presses a trigger button you can push to kind of destroy it but that didn't happen uh <laughs> but it eventually destroyed itself by crashing but i mean thankfully in, in an open space but no damage was uh, was yeah. caused but i think um I you think, think that's probably one of the first things you'd work on if you're going to build one of those isn't it to, <laughs> that it'll come back when you, when you want it to well the the, the caa <laughs> authorised it but they said that the paperwork they'd been given actually wasn't correct and then the AAIB got involved and they said it hadn't been properly tested and all sorts of things so I think they're in a bit of trouble but anyway they're marching ahead with this Mark IV which will have somebody in but it, it. it did look really exciting it, it looks, looks extraordinary yeah <laughs> Um, so what else has been happening in the world of aviation? James? What else? I think the, the the last jumbo has been delivered. Oh yeah, I saw which that. Is, I, uh, didn't, I couldn't believe I was still building them. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's one of these. It's the seven four seven eight. It was seven four seven eight freighter. Yeah, it's merely all freighters now. The only question mark, which I'm still not sure of the answer to, is I believe that um, during the Trump presidency, he ordered a new Air Force One. It's a seven four seven two hundred, I think. Well, it's supposed to be one of the new ones. It oh, is supposed it? To be a new, as in, I think the tradition is that the when the the seven four seven needs renewing, yeah, it'll always be renewed by a president who's he'll never fly in it because it'll be at least two terms away from. Oh, okay. Um, and so I believed that the last Air Force One, yeah, jumbo, was going to be the next one. But if they've de delivered the last one... Yeah, I have I read know. about this, and it's it's one that's already been built. Is it? And I think okay. maybe it's... And it's been converted. It's been converted. Yeah, maybe, so it's yeah. probably a 400 then. Maybe, yeah. Um, but it's, I don't think it's a 7478. Mm. 
No. I don't think. But yeah. So maybe Trump will be back to fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. How depressing Hello. is that? Hello. Yeah. Goodness me. <laughs> a little bit of politics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, yeah. But James, we've been in touch, you and I and the other guys, about some really scary incidents in the US involving um, airliners. A couple of near misses yeah. um, at airports. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was a, an Austin incident where an aircraft was taking off. I think a 737 was taking off and a 75 or 76 something was on approach and the go-arounds got – or the, the, the takeoff went ahead. Or they, they thought it was going to take off and it didn't, then it delayed and then it went and it was all a bit late. So then the the aircraft on approach then went around just as the one underneath it was taking off. Yeah, really um, dangerous. Now, there was a simulated video that was knocking around of that. Yeah. Which was, I, don't, I don't think it was No, but, but they they put it but they, to the ATC yeah. talkback, which it, is fascinating because what I couldn't believe is that while that 737 is still lined up on the runway, yeah. they've cleared the approaching aircraft to land, which I and, just find <laughs> extraordinary. But you tell me that's fairly common This is practice. the big difference between America and... Europe. Why, why would you do a clearance that? to land in America? You take it as a with a pinch of salt, really, <laughs> which is quite <laughs> shocking. Um, but yeah, Americans they cleared to the land with seven seven aircraft ahead of you. You're just cleared to land, as in you're next in the sequence, and that, that's just it's not as it is in the UK and most of Europe. A clearance to land means the runway is yours. Um, so that just it's just a different way of operating, and bonkers. it is. Uh, see, American air traffic controllers can be very, very good, but they can also be a bit too quick for their own good sometimes. And, right. and they, they, you often get them reading stuff back really, really quickly, and you yeah. go, uh, I'm sorry, British idiot here, could you slow down, please? <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ, man, British, yeah. <laughs> and then you know, they have to do it slowly, but at least you get it right. Yeah. Uh, and there's an awful lot where everybody just accepts that it's really quickly, done really quickly, and um, errors are made. And there's been two recently, somehow, where aircraft have got horrifically close. One yeah. at New York where an aircraft was about to take off and another one taxied past his taxi clearance yeah, onto he, a live runway. Yeah, he he, got, he took the wrong turning, didn't he? Or, or mm. she, I think. Uh, and um, That doesn't matter. No, that doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Uh, and, uh, but I think, was it low visibility? Was it at night? I can't uh, yeah, remember. Yeah, I think it, was, it, was, it wasn't low visibility, but it was night, I think. And yeah. I think the aircraft stopped taking off the aircraft, saw what was yeah. going on and stopped his takeoff. And but oh, you did, and then came off the runway, and then the, yeah. the aircraft that was next to go in in sequence for taking off yeah. was also clear to take yeah. off. But he said, "We'll hold yeah. right here, thanks very much." Um, until and, you've got this sorted. And out. it's one of the skills you learn. I mean, everywhere really, but particularly when you're operating in, in in the states, is not only do you do what you're told, but you also build up a a bit of a picture in your in your mind of what's going on. Um, and you always try and work out well, where where is he going? Where is he going? Yeah. Um, because so this is Tenerife again. Visual you know. clues. Yeah. Visual clues. And and yeah, and then having this this idea of, of thought in your in your mind, if he's clearly across yeah, because they're not always visual clues, yeah. are they? Because if you, it, you actually can't see, but these guys in the in the other aircraft that yeah. was told it was clear to take off, thinking, no, I can hear things that just don't sound yeah. right. People aren't, don't know where various aircraft mm. are. And, and ten Tenerife is the one that you know always comes oh, back to mind gosh, of when the you know, aircraft 70s, yeah. thinking that something was clear and it wasn't, uh, with horrific consequences. So yeah. we've been lucky, but very close by the looks of things. And so, to all pilots out there, remain vigilant. There was um, <laughs> was a amusing triple seven BA triple seven story. Aircraft pushing back to go out to Nigeria. A mate of mine was on it. Yes. And somebody, I think it was a cabin crew member on his first day, mm -hmm. having completed training. <laughs> I saw this. Whereas yeah. doors to automatic 
Out <laughs> 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 comes the escape chute on the ground. Yeah, on pushback. Chatted to people who were aware of this um, incident, and still no one can understand exactly what went wrong. Because what he would have had to have done is, is there's a on the triple seven. There's a um, a handle which you slide from disarmed to armed. Yeah. So that means armed means when the doors open, the slides will automatically deploy. Yeah. In the safe mode, when the doors open, it won't which is what you want for normal getting on and getting off. But in an emergency, you want to slide. So um, part of the cabin crew, as the aircraft starts to push back, and once you're clear of all the stands and everything, you arm the doors. Um, but what it appears that this individual has done, probably very, very nervous on the first ever, uh, first ever flight, was go to automatic and then open the door, because <laughs> it's the only way it could have happened. Um, which is some horrific it's, confusion. It's quite a costly mistake. I think it costs a bit. I, I yeah. think that they reckon a, to re-pack a slide basically is about 80 grand. <laughs> oh, my Plus goodness. all them, the passenger delays and everything yeah. that goes on to that. Yeah. And it could, it was very costly. Is, is he aircraft? still an employee of the airline? I understand he is. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, well, it was to the extent it, yeah. it was... <laughs> I think he had some extra training. Yeah. And is goodness. now, I believe, online. Um, but... did, he, did he get to go down the slide? <laughs> Did anyone? <laughs> Surely somebody <laughs> must have had it. <laughs> You'd at least go like... <laughs> that would be at least good training. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, while we're here. Yeah, might as well use it. Yeah. That would have been good. What a... Oh, that must have felt awful um, for him. And I think yeah. that is one of those bad things. But, I mean, slides do get blown from time to time on... Um, normally, I'd say there's probably one or two a year um, in UK aviation. Really? On all the charter airlines. and Normally normally it happens when you think of a a door is in manual, but it's not, it's still an automatic. Just explain that. We always hear Mm. uh, cabin crew, doors to automatic, doors to manual. Just explain. So, as I said, manual is that the, if you want to inflate inflate the slide, you have to do it manually. Right. So you can open the door without the slide inflating. (laughs) 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 We've all seen an airplane. Yes. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, and automatic means as soon as you open the door, the slide goes. Wait, but how do you? How, no, I was joking. Yeah. With the blowing it up. How do you actually? So if you want to inflate the manual, there's a there's a, a lanyard you pull normally, right. or a lever. Okay. So the door opens. So in some ditching situations, you might not want to. Yeah. Um, blow the slides in the back doors, depending on the aircraft configuration, that sort yeah. of thing. Okay. Um, so sometimes they'll disarm the door in an emergency before right. opening it, and then, okay. okay, we can manually pull it. Yeah. Um, so normally, so doors to manual means that the doors are disarmed. Yeah. Doors to automatic means they're armed. Yeah. So they're, they're armed for flight and then disarmed right. manual okay. for, for coming in. So doors to manual and cross-check means that you put your door to manual and then you check the other person's door. Um, um, cross check, yeah, of course. And the, yeah. the, this is the other theory that may have happened with the triple seven is during the cross check, his he thought the cross check was to try the door. Oh, uh, right, <laughs> right. In spite of being trained, yeah, right. Um, oh things happened. Yeah, yeah. No one died. Yeah, yeah. no. Well, my no, mate, I think they were delayed. They got on another triple yeah. seven and flew out about three hours later. And I think that triple seven, the one that had the slide, was was actually on another route later that day. Yeah, yeah. So which is not bad. On the that's not bad, is it? No. Three-hour delay. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Having to, how you find a plane in three hours. Yeah. That is pretty Well, that's impressive. one of the good things about being on a, on a major airline, mm. especially if it's at their home base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee yeah. Yeah. I, I flew uh, with some mates out to Bordeaux a few weeks ago to go and watch some rugby. And um, The great we, thing about you, Jez, is whenever you fly anywhere, we get an update 
every five minutes yeah. on the WhatsApp. Yeah, still here. Still here. About, about the everything. Oh, about yes, the delay. Yeah, it's great. I'm on a plane. They closed the engine cows. They moved the engine cows. Yeah. They're refueling it now. They've stopped refueling. I'm just a massive free breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, we we went first class, which is quite exciting. Well, business class. Oh, wow. Oh, it's yeah. quite exciting. Yeah. It didn't cost me anything. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we were on this little uh, uh, British Airways A319. Uh, and uh, I, I messaged James about this as live as it was going on. Live. Uh, as, as the captain came on, we're already a bit late to um, get on the aircraft, and he said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a bit of a... He doesn't say that anymore. He doesn't say ladies and gentlemen. So anyway, whatever it is he says. You yeah. can't say ladies and gentlemen anymore. You can, but can you? you advise not to. Oh. He said, we've got a, got a bit of a problem. One of, one of the uh, fans controlling the temperature on the com- a computer is overheating, so we're... Uh, we're just checking the book, and we're going to switch it off and on again. <laughs> you must, you which, must, which was quite funny. You must remember, nearly all every Airbus is yeah. basically just a computer. Yeah. Um, and so if which it doesn't work, actually, you turn it off. <laughs> well, I messaged this today, so they've got a problem with the fan on this computer. It's overheating. And uh, he said, tell them to switch it on and off again. <laughs> Literally, as that message came back from James, the, cat, the captain came in, we've switched it on, and we're going to switch it off. We've switched it off, and we're going to switch it on again. <laughs> to see if it cures the problem. Like 15 minutes later, having com- repeatedly switched this thing on and off. So I'm afraid this doesn't, it's not going to work. It's so we're going to be, we're going to get an engineer in uh, from, from uh, BA Engineering Services. <laughs> My back's not very good. So I, I said, look, can I, I'm going to stand up for a bit. So I stood up by the front galley while, because uh, I've been sitting for an hour and a half on this thing. Oh. I'm slightly uncomfortable. And um, so I watched this guy come on with his clipboard and basically pages of, of script, which I couldn't actually read. But basically, I think it was just keep switching it off. <laughs> because he was just reading his script out. <laughs> Didn't have a screwdriver. There was no spanners. It wasn't even a hammer. <laughs> he was just going, uh, press that. I was, I was sort of listening in and I thought, I can't really take any pictures and put this on the pod. No. I, was, I was having a good old butcher's through yeah. there. Through the through the cabin door, which was open, amusingly, <laughs> which is reading off a checklist, and um, anyway, obviously multiple switching on and offs uh, got it going because yeah. the way we went it was uh, absolutely fine, no overheating computers. <laughs> it was quite funny. That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, on a slightly serious, sad note, there was a terrible crash in Nepal, wasn't there? An ATR oh, there was, seventy-two, yes. I think. Yes, and only today. Um, I read a preliminary report, which looks like I don't, there was video of it, wasn't it? And that left wing just this is dipped the, and it fell out. The, 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 the sort of the modern thing about crashes is there's often live streaming video, yeah. or you know somebody's on their phone, yeah. not that it should be, but somebody's yeah. videoing it, uh, and there was live footage from a bloke saying, "Hey, everyone, we're coming into Kamandu, wherever they were coming into," and. Um, what from inside the inside aircraft? the aircraft? Oh, I haven't seen that. And then it pans around, and you can see the wing. And because you could see the wing, a lot of experts have said the flaps weren't deployed properly. I think they only had the first couple of stages of flap out. Well, and do you know what the other part of that was? Uh-huh. He instead of extending the flaps to the next stage, the co-pilot, I think, actually feathered the props. The right. levers are quite in close proximity, okay, apparently. Yeah. And so he feathered both props. And if you put it into feather, there's basically no yeah. thrust, is yeah, there? exactly. So, so what does that mean, feather the props? So a, a, a <laughs> propeller is, has a thing called a variable pitch. So it's a bit yeah. like gears for, for cars. But yeah. so if you're in, if you're going quite slowly, you have a very fine pitch, which is, there's a lot of revolutions, but doesn't get you very far, but it's a lot of, a lot of strength. Yeah. As you go faster, the pitch gets 
bigger, if you like. So, so you, it takes, you, a, bigger you, chunk it takes a bigger chunk of air as you're going. If you have an engine failure, you can put the prop to feather so it doesn't create any drag. Right. So it basically represents the edge of the propeller yeah. to the airflow. Okay. Which is so in in an, in an engine failure, you feather the prop so right. that it's it's not providing any more drag. Okay. Um, and if that was what they they'd done, that's not going to happen. It did. If you look at it, it just stalled. You saw the wing drop. Yeah. The left wing drops. Yes. And that's the classic. It was a classic. It's always stall. the left wing drops. I don't know why. That I think it depends on the. A lot of it depends on the okay. rotation of, the, of yeah. the propeller yeah. flow. But yeah, and it, you could see it drop, and you think, oh, that's stalled. Um, from the video. Um, wasn't the tragic thing about that was, if I'm talking about the same incident, which I'm sure I am, that the uh, the pilot or the co-pilot... First officer, yeah. First officer. Uh, she became a pilot after her husband was killed in a flying for the yeah. same airline some years earlier. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. I think so you're both, right. Yeah. both of those yeah. individuals were married and then killed. Awful. Talking about um, losing the port wing makes you think of raise the port wing... Which makes me, of course, think of Thunder, uh, Thunder Thunder Fire Flash yeah. and another guest. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna yes. we're gonna have Virgil Tracy, yeah. <laughs> Scott and Virgil are coming on. Uh, we're, we're gonna my mate who I coach rugby with, who I, I think I may have told the story last year. Totally out of uh, out of the blue, found out that one of the guys like, who coaches rugby coaches rugby with me is the son of Derek Meddings. Now, for those of you who don't know, Derek Meddings did all the special effects for Thunderbirds, Fireball XL5. Well, he lit yeah. the bangers and everything. He did. Yeah. And he, <laughs> built, he designed and built all the crafts. Oh, oh, did he really? He actually yeah. won an Oscar uh, for uh, the first Superman movie, uh, this guy, Derek Meddings. But Noah, um, his son, he's, yeah. a, he's a terrific guy. Um, I, I uh, found that quite by... Is Derek still with us? Derek is not still with us, no. certainly. But Noah's agreed to come on and be a, a guest on the pod. We're going to be slightly left of aviation field, but Thunderbirds, not much. Thunderbirds yeah, is pretty aviation. So. Yeah. Derek Manning is also um, special effects for a lot of the Bond films. And in fact, I yes. think he built the Vulcan bomber, the one, oh, yeah. the sort of whatever, went quarter scale Vulcan yeah. bomber, which went into the sea and whichever one that was. Back on People will be yeah. shouting. Yeah, so, yeah, so, we so we've, so got, the, yeah, we've yeah, got real aviation. Possibly, his, possibly his brother come and talk a little bit about yeah. About Derek and Thunderbirds yes. and anything else Brilliant. That we can drag out of them. Brilliant. So that'd be quite fun. Oh. Another nice thing, um, which I was involved in actually, was we were contacted by, do you remember last year, by a, a TV show called Air Warriors? Yep. They actually wanted to get in touch with Alan Pollock because mm-hmm. they were doing a program on the Hawker Hunter. Yeah. So I did speak to Alan's wife, and she says, you know, he's a bit frail at the moment, so asked for no contact to be made. So I fed this back to. Um, to the production company, and then they said, Alan, "Do you know <laughs> Alan Pollock is?" Just for anybody. Who oh, sorry, know. Alan Pollock is the guy who flew his RAF Hawker Hunter jet fighter through Tower Bridge back in 1968 in protest at government cutbacks. Although the actual protest was buzzing the Houses of Parliament, mm. and then he went through Tower Bridge uh, on his way out and uh, back to his uh, base in Norfolk and was discharged and never flew again. But it's a brilliant story. And we've done a wonderful interview with him a couple of years back. And it's uh-huh. it's just one of those legendary aviation stories. And to have met the man who actually did it was amazing. Um, so they wanted to do a programme on the, on the they Hawk They wanted Hunter. an aviation expert, didn't they? 
Funnily enough, they seemed happy not to have an <laughs> because they well they did they then did so say Ryan and I popped down. <laughs> <laughs> the, I then put day. them in touch <laughs> with with a couple of other Hawker Hunter pilots who I knew. One of them is Rod Dean, who is Mr. Hawker Hunter. He flew hunters actually with Al Pollock in oh, wow. in Aden in the RAF. And I know Rod reasonably well. I've interviewed him a few times on TV shows when I've done air shows for the telly, and he remembered. And, we met up. I was then asked to go in and record an interview for this program as well on behalf of Alan Pollock. Amazing. So to tell the Amazing. Alan Pollock yeah. story. So Air Warriors is the series. It's on the Smithsonian Channel and the Hawker Hunter episode should be going out around May, June uh, this year, 2023 we're now in, of course. Yeah. So that was really good fun. Yeah. It was great to see Rod, who brought his logbook with him. And opened it up and said, oh, this used to be Al Pollock's logbook. And it had Al's name in it. No, it was extraordinary. Yeah. So, um, And that's almost come full circle. I won't spoil it, but with Mike Woodley, isn't it? Mike Woodley has a story about Al Pollock and that flight, which I'm not going to spoil no, by no, telling you now, but you're absolutely now. right. Yeah, he, he knows something about that. Just just extraordinary. But going back to Al Pollock, weren't you contacted by Airfix? Yes, and yeah. Airfix got in touch because they gonna be a great episode want to well. do a model. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. they want to build a model of, of Al Pollock's Hawker Hunter. They actually sent me the, the box design uh, just this so week. Exciting. And it looks, yeah. it looks great. They've yeah. got it coming through Tower Bridge with the London bus in the background yeah. because the only pictorial evidence we have or anyone has of that episode is an oil painting yeah. by Mike Rondo. Lucky the oil painter was there, wasn't it? he was there with his easel. <laughs> and he was very, very quick. <laughs> and um, in fact, they had spoken to Al Pollock because they asked me for contact details. I said, please don't contact him. And I didn't give them his details, but they found them. And they did contact Al. And I think his memory of the configuration of the aircraft that day wasn't exactly right because they told me he's come back with this and I said I don't think that's correct I mean it's cheeky of me to say this isn't yeah. it so I got in touch with Mike Rondo who'd painted the picture which Al Pollock says is the best painting or the best picture of, of an aircraft done by an artist ever and I said that what was the configuration he said I know it's this configuration in terms of the wing tanks that it was carrying etc and in fact I'll go back and check my original notes that I received from Al, which had all the detail and he's got all that. And so I put Airfix in touch with Mike Rondo, the artist, yeah. and they've now got everything absolutely right. Oh, and really well done. You've done, a, yeah. you've done a service to aviation history <laughs> yeah. there. Well done, yeah, I, really, well, I really do. I really feel you have, though. Like with the whole thing which we did with Al Pollock. Yeah, that was that interview something. is like one of the most listened to, still downloaded, you know, frequently. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? Now. And I, I think yeah. it's a real amazing thing and every so, every so yeah. often an Al Pollock thing comes up on Instagram or yeah. there's some sort of somebody mentions did you know that a, a hunter flew through Tower Bridge yeah. once and the, the younger generation are picking up on it and going yeah. I've seen that the younger generation yeah um Going, wow, you know, this really happened. Um, oh, isn't that great? He lives in Cranley, yeah. just down the road. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just great, isn't it? And, and hopefully, Airfix, um, I said, look, it'd be really good fun for us to come down yeah. to your base and do some stuff on, yeah. on you know, your models. And they, they're Corgi as well, and they do yeah. all those lovely models. And so Hornby, aren't they? they uh, and Hornby. Yeah. In so fact, the company is Hornby, which owns Airfix. And so you're not going to get any of us out of there once we're in there. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no way. But they yeah. seem, they seem, they, they could be up for that, which, yeah. would, which would be really I, good I fun. I went up to the, um, I had to go for a meeting up in Newark um, before Christmas 
and I had a, a I engineered a whole morning to myself. I remember, uh, and ended up in the Newark Air Museum, and they've got a lovely little shop there. I thoroughly recommend if you're ever up in that part of the world, go to the Newark Air Museum. It's brilliant, uh, and. Um, I have a very good selection of Airfix models in there, which I was sorely tempted to buy some, mm-hmm. but thought I'll buy it and it'll sit in the box for two years because I'll mm-hmm. never make it. But what what I was most amused uh, to to find on uh, sort of um, again sending a few pictures to James was that not one but two of the actual aircraft in that museum, not in a great state of repair, <laughs> I'll leave it at that, yes. have been flown by our, our compatriot James. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's yeah. a Wessex oh, and a, a Puma. Wessex and a Puma. Flamboyant. Really? Yeah. yeah. And bent or unbent? Incredibly bent. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Puma really barely recognisable, so much as James would leave them. And the Wessex, I think, had been rebuilt. <laughs> they have to be generally enough to most of my flights. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. It was quite yeah. a coincidence, actually. Though. That's wonderful. And no, the, I've flown that one. The I've flown that, that one. <laughs> we're getting on to the next episode, the um, portfolio reconnaissance. Uh, RF Benson, the gate guardian, is a... PR9, I think, Spitfire. That was your old base. Yeah. Old base. Yeah. And also at Benson, they've just got a new gate guard, which is one of the old Pumas. Again, no. another one I've flown. So no. All yeah. place. It's, um, it's all coming back to... I'm now, I'm now a museum piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you always have been. That does make you quite old. Uh, <laughs> it does. When, how, uh, how weird is it that you've flown that aircraft? Is it like a really random thing, or have you just flown loads of... Oh, yeah, I've flown lots of them, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I flew most of the fleet, so... So you don't uh, just get one the, the, the interesting, No, no. The interesting <laughs> one is the, is the Wessex, because there are so many Wessex yeah. all over the... Well, and then there were so many in Navy form and search and rescue and all that sort of thing. So um, to find one in a museum which I've actually flown is quite it's quite exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, got, I genuinely loved it. Yeah. It's, it's a really good museum. Yeah. It's not it's not as big as, as Yeovil or anything like that, but it's just... It's got some cracking aircraft mm. in there. Um, uh, really... Cheap by jowl in places, yeah. shoved inside. There's a whole load outside as well. So it's a great, great. Um, mm. I'd love to go there. Yeah, it's really good. I'd yeah. thoroughly recommend it. So well done, Newark Air Museum. And well done, James, for providing them with a couple of wrecks. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't wrecks when I left them. <laughs> well. Okay, so this isn't a normal episode as such. It's a preview to the series. So we haven't got a particular topic we're covering. We haven't got any special guests. And usually around this time, having done our chat, we get Jez to go through the quick facts for that topic of that week. Oh, we but haven't got quick facts. No oh. quick facts. Nothing to fact about. <laughs> Careful how you say that. Uh, but what we do have... Obviously, as we have in every episode, regardless whether there's a topic or not, is the top landing oh, gear quiz. Of course, it's back. So the first thing we have to do with the top landing gear quiz is get everybody to test their buzzers. And everyone usually says, oh, we forgot to get a buzzer. So let's go around the desk and see who's got a buzzer. Um, James, what have you picked for We're this? going without... Um Slide issue. I'm going back into the cabin. Yeah. Of a triple seven. Yeah. <laughs> the triple seven cabin chime. Lovely. That's super. I like that. Uh, Jez, have you picked one? I have. I've just gone back onto my old ones. <clears throat> Apropos of absolutely nothing. Yes. Uh, it make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, if it works, hang on. Fire. <laughs> 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 
That was from <laughs> 9 o'clock Sorry. news, about 1979. <laughs> I can't think what made me think of that. What, what? James, how are you? What, <laughs> what relation is that to that? It must have been something to do with something we did. You did one show. These are all my these are all my, yeah. my buzzers. Former buzzers. There's like 60 buzzers here. I love that. That's Pamela Stevenson being Janet Street Porter. Janet Street Porter, Porter. yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. and the Gladiator, of course, which is a biplane. Yeah, yeah. Flew and, in the yeah. and Jet was a hot, um, yeah. was a gladiator. hot gladiator. Hot, yeah. Hot, yeah. Hot, hot chat. Good. Cold well, uh, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> the quiz always gets off to a very slow start. <laughs> and just it may, goes it, down it may only slow down from here on in. So is everybody ready? Yeah. Let's go. Question one. Now, some of these will be questions we've had before. Oh, God. Okay. And hopefully... By now, you'll be able to answer oh, them. They're ones you haven't been able to answer in the past. Oh, yeah. Here why, we go. Why would we change? Top landing gear quiz. Question one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. How many marks of Spitfire oh, were there? Yes, Roy. 21. Incorrect. Oh, Here, we Here we go again. Here we go again. James. 26. Incorrect. That's what you said to... <laughs> <laughs> Three months ago, and it was wrong then, and they haven't made any more since. Jez? I'm back. 29. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, it's 24. <laughs> 24 marks of Spitfire right. and many sub-variants. I always just put that in yeah. because, you know, which you will then claim makes 29. It doesn't. It's 24. Right. Right, so no, no marks. <laughs> Well, 24 well, 24 marks. <laughs> Actually. We just leave it at 24 marks yeah, and just go yeah. there. Right, another one that maybe you've learnt the answer to. God, no. Question number two. How what? long did it take Amy Johnson to fly from London to Australia and in what year was it? Yes, James. Do you want it to the nearest day or hour or what? Day, please. I'm going to say 28 days. 28 days, yeah. Yeah. When I say yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, okay, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 19. Yeah, 19, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 30. <laughs> six. No, six. Wrong on both counts. Uh, Again. I said that go. How do you get on this? Club. Let's just listen to okay. <laughs> uh, Yes, Jess. <laughs> yeah. 19. What did you say? 36. 31. Mm -hmm. 31 what? Oh, no. 31 days. Right. Uh, 1929. You got the answer to this right last time. Yeah, you've but got... that's because I'd studied it. <laughs> yeah, you've got it. No, it wasn't. It's because I actually gave it to you. But um, Yeah, it was one of those things where you cheat. again. Uh, Roy. Okay, uh... Yes. I'm going to go 45 days, 1930. Oh, you get a point for 1930. Okay. That's a full point. It was 19 days. 19. Oh. And she did it in 1930. Let's get a couple I, of points. That's bonuses. what I meant, 19. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's how Jess got his point right. last time. Yeah. Just for Because he said 19, mm, and I said, nine. yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, bonus. And they're the same bonuses as last time. Yeah. What type of aircraft was it? Yes, James. A gypsy moth. Mm hmm. Correct. Oh. Uh, can you remember the registration out of interest? G. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Somebody's just sending weird things. <laughs> G. Yes. 
Oh, you want more than that? <laughs> <laughs> Dash. It's very famous, yes, yes. A. Yes. Basically, when you ever look, I look at it, I go, ah! R. No. Um, you know the name of this aeroplane? Yeah, of course. Jason. Jason, Jason. correct. Oh, there was right. a point. Yeah. Wasn't the point. didn't say it was a point. You know the name. The registration was G-A-A-A-H. Oh. Um, uh, next bonus question. What was her departure airport? <laughs> yes, Roy. Croydon. Croydon is yes. correct. You said that about three minutes ago. <laughs> Roy. Well, at least we were listening. Yeah, at least we were listening. Roy has jumped into the lead, but I'm going to give you one last opportunity to score a bonus uh, on this question. It's going to be, what's her husband called? What's her husband called? <laughs> what was the name of Amy Johnson's husband? <laughs> Jess has lost it. James has buzzed, but now he's collapsed into his chair. And uh, what was it? Something it sounded like... Yeah, I need a buzz. Yeah. I need a buzz. I'm just trying to think. I need a buzz. He is a famous um, aviator in his own right. Yes, yes um, we know that. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't Roy Orbison. It was someone like that. <laughs> Jim, 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 Jim Morrison. Oh, Buzz. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jim Morrison. Uh, do you want to try answering Jim Morrison. Well, anyone else? <laughs> Jim Morrison. <laughs> yeah. I'm Yeah. Robert. Oh, no. No. No, I'm just saying your name. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> um, David Morrissey. Jim Mollison. <laughs> Jim Mollison. James's joke about it being the lead singer of The Doors <laughs> made us laugh momentarily. It's still making us laugh. And everyone listening, I would imagine, right now. <laughs> I, I'm not awarding any points for okay. Jim Mollison. Yeah. Uh, Jim Morrison. Oh, who? <laughs> right, let's move on quickly. Yeah, Next good. question. As I say, you will have heard these questions before. We know. Yeah, it's not helping. What is the official name of the US government's global positioning system oh. first launched in 1978? Now, listener, can we just explain to you why I've asked this question? This is the question on eggheads that James has asked in the science round, our, our aviation expert. I'm getting my buzzer sorted. And he got it wrong. My brother was sitting next to me and whispered the correct answer in my ear. James, our aviation expert, got this wrong. So here's your chance to redeem yourself. What is the official name of the US government's global positioning system first launched in 1978? Artemis. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the answer he so readily gave on the day and lo pretty much lost us the match. Bless him. And he had the choice. He had the choice. The options were Artemis... Navstar or Skylab? <laughs> Skylab, you... Everyone else want to buzz in? Oh, my buzzers. Well done, James. Buzzer. Thanks for playing the fool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. It was Navstar. Navstar is the correct answer. You, you get a point. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, what, what this has done to me. <laughs> done to No, to me. Well, oh, yes. Well, and us, and you, probably. Because but if you'd ever that. been on, like, who wants to be a millionaire yeah. and got an answer to that question wrong, that would haunt you for the rest of your life. This like haunts us. When I go to work and people ask me what the... Um... <laughs> do, do, do people <laughs> yes, ask you a lot? It's so. been asked a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I lost a music round <laughs> to a man in his 70s, yes. 80s. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. So yeah. I I think you did well, <laughs> yeah. although I knew it was uh, 
Napster. <laughs> I think we all need. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was a trick question. That was my issue. <laughs> you answered Nav- one question correctly. I did. It? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay, we can move. Let's get some new questions yeah. going then. Question number four-ish. Um, name one of the two European airlines that, in February 2023, which is now, still require passengers to wear face masks. Oh, <laughs> yes, bro. Alitalia. Incorrect. Roy, your buzzer went next. I say Virgin. Incorrect. James, I don't hear anything from you. I'm just trying to get my buzzer to work. On I mean, if anyone knew this, yeah, I would have I, thought it would have been some... a commercial pilot. <laughs> yes, James. European. European, yeah. Oh, European. Right. Um, <laughs> that's right, Virgin's yeah. European. Yeah, but I was thinking of it in reference to, I thought that when they left America... They had to be wearing. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm going to say oh, lot. Oh, Polish. Yeah. Polish Airlines. Yeah. Incorrect. Yeah. Uh, Iberia oh. and Vueling, however you pronounce that. Both Spanish. Both Spanish. Interestingly. Both. Uh, do you want to guess any others globally? Uh, Air I, China. I, I need buzzes because. Um, y- yes, James? Air China. Um, not really cool, that is it. Well, do you know what? Well, I know not... you're an amazing pilot and you can fly <laughs> these incredible planes and helicopters, but what do you try and find the buzzer <laughs> every <laughs> time? <laughs> you're the only one who answers any of the bloody questions. Can we at least get him a buzzer? Right, <laughs> he doesn't have to look at it like it's. A... <laughs> I've got China Eastern or China Southern, okay, but there's still a China. That's another airline. Okay, Air China. I don't have that That's down. Clear, I, 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 I assume you're yeah. probably. Yeah. You're putting it down because the he says he's right. Yeah. I'll give you some others. Cathay Pacific, Japan Airlines, mm. and Copa or Copper Airlines Copa. in, Copa yeah. in yeah. Panama. Yeah. Okay, moving on. What helpful, what helpful message marked its centenary in February 2023? Clue in the question there. What helpful message marked its centenary in February 2023? Yes, James. SOS? Incorrect. Yes. Mayday. Correct. Oh. Damn. Mayday, Nation. which is actually French for help, help me. me. Exactly. Ooh, sorry. Uh, and it was the idea of Frederick Stanley Mockford, who was the officer in charge of radio at Croydon Airport. So oh, that's yeah. where that was born. Roy, you are wow. doing I so you were well. I say Lynx FM. <laughs> you are. You are. You've got three. Yeah, Jim's in second place with two. Jez currently. On one, but I have hope for you here, uh, little little bro. Don't. Which national airline set a new record for the aviation industry this month, February 2023, with an order for a total of 470 brand new airliners? been in the aviation news. I wouldn't think you'd read it in the FT. Well, you probably would have read it in the FT, actually. Well, here we go. 170 brand new airlines. Just name an airline. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro. Uh, well, only on the basis there seems to always be holding airlines. Well, I can't really believe it that many. I'm going to say Ryanair. Ryanair is incorrect. Mm. I, I, I like your thinking. Yes, easy. easy. It's easy. not easy yeah. either. Or easy over. I would say... Yes, James. Uh, Emirates. Good shout. I can see where you're coming from. No, it's actually Air India. 
Oh, they've ordered yeah. 250 aircraft from and Airbus and engines from 220 well. from Boeing yeah. and yeah. engines from Ah, you knew that. Well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's incredible. Okay, a bit of local knowledge required here. <coughs> what, is, oh, what is the name of the livery of the Dunsfold-based former British Airways 747-400 Golf Bravo November Lima Yankee? I'll hand it, throw it to you, bro. Well, he wasn't first, but... Well, was he not? Right? Was he not? Fine, All right, Jim, well, I no, think I was first. We're used to this, kind of. <laughs> Landor. <laughs> Landor is the correct answer. Well, I'm good for you at jumping in before anyone could complain. Um, a little bonus. What's the name of the Dunsfold's other 747-400s livery, which is BA's current livery? Yes, James. Chatham. Chatham. Uh, docks. Dockyard. Ch- Chatham House, isn't it? No. Chatham Dockyard. Yeah, Chatham Dockyard. Quite right. Well done. Um, yeah, well, I think we've got time for j- j- just a, uh, a couple more questions. Um, aircraft registration prefixes sometimes helpfully denote the first letter of their home country. For example, G is Great Britain, C is Canada, F is France. But some use a combination of letters and numbers, with which there seems to be little obvious link to the country in question. Many of them use the number 9. For example, 9A is Croatia. 9H is Malta. 9J is probably the boring, most boring question we've ever had. Not really. <laughs> you wait. Which country uses the prefix 9M? Yes, Roy. Oh, Malaya. Oh. It's actually Malaysia. Malaysia, yes. Uh, yeah. 1963, it changed its <laughs> name right. to Malaysia. It'll always be Malaya correct. to me, Rob. And me too. Yeah. Well done, Roy. Love that. Good. Well, that ends a scintillating quiz. <laughs> well done, everybody. Do you know what? I didn't encourage him to come back. I'd it's... actually completely zoned out of that entire question. That question? I... Did you? No, t- I... There was information in that. Yeah, until he said the word country. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, let me go through the scores. In third place with two, Jez Curling. Oh. Our quick facts factor. Yeah, yeah. terrible memory. In <clears> second <throat> place with three points, our aviation <laughs> experts. <laughs> James Gardner. <laughs> but the winner, the winner, and this doesn't happen often, no, with no, really four, doesn't. is the lead singer yeah. of Scouting for Girls, that sensational band. Sensational. Roy Stride. Yeah. Well done, Roy. Terrific. Incredible. Terrific stuff. What a yeah. great start to the series for yeah. you. I know. Well done. Well, it's that's all just, just, just about wraps it up, I think. Anything else anyone would like to contribute? Was there any point? All our listeners have turned off now. <laughs> No, no, I, I, Jeremy might not be listening. Yeah, he will. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, everybody out there, I nearly said, ladies and gentlemen, I can't say that anymore. Uh, if you'd like to listen to any or all of our podcasts so far, you'll find them on our website, toplandinggear.com, or wherever you normally get your podcasts. Please do subscribe as well, it's completely free. And do let us know anything or anyone you'd like us to feature. We'll try and make it happen. Do tune in for our first podcast proper, which will be. Tony Hoskins talking about the uh, PR Spitfire. Really, really looking forward to that. It's going to be an absolute. Cool. I think it's worth explaining that Tony Hoskins also did has done a couple of other things prior to that. Yes, where he's, so he did the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang um, make reconstruction, it, make it fly. He made it actually fly, and yes. he also did the one of building the glider in the loft of. Colditz, Colditz and actually flew it out of That's Colditz right. Castle. Yeah. But this so is a, that a was for some Channel history, 4 yeah. gimmicky thing, wasn't it? Yeah. This is real. Yeah. This is real stuff. So that's going to be a great one. And, of course, you can get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, at Top Landing Gear. And do please email us with your questions for our expert, James, 
at info at toplandinggear.com. That's info at toplandinggear.com. Two Gs. Remember the two Gs. And we're really looking forward to recording the new series. Check out the socials for when the episodes are going to drop. In the meantime, thanks so much for listening. And bye for now. This is Top Landing Gear.